Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated General Grabber ATX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. What is going on, everybody? John Middlecoff, three and out podcast. Thursday night, the Minnesota Viking game is basically over. Uh, Case Keenum got knocked out. Haskins came in, and the Redskins do what the Redskins do. They look like crap. I, they they actually weren't terrible in the first half, but in the second half with Haskins, what what a train wreck. We'll dive into a little bit of this game. Uh, the, the Vikings, if Kirk Cousins plays well, they, they are not going away. Uh, I wanted to touch on the trades from earlier this week with Emmanuel Sanders. I almost said Demarius Thomas, his former teammate. He's long gone. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders. Demarius did get traded earlier this year. Niners trading a third and fourth. And then the Patriots... You know, two teams, obviously on different cycles, one team's championship or bust. The 49ers are just dying to make the playoffs, but I like both deals for both squads. And I saw some things on social media regarding the trades I'm just going to disagree with. And then I'll dive into every game uh, coming up this Sunday. Not not a great slate, I'm going to be honest with you. Not not a great slate. Actually, the two Bay Area games probably are. There, there's actually a couple morning games. That matter. I mean, the Eagles game matters versus the Bills for them, and the Bears Chargers game matters a lot for the Bears. But then we got, you know, the Niners play the Panthers, who've been rolling, and uh, the Raiders, sneaky, are in this playoff mix playing the Houston Texans coming off a, I wouldn't say a bad loss. The Colts are good, and uh, both of the, whoever wins that game is going to be in the sixth spot for the wild card. And I get it's late October, but still, I mean, those, the Raiders, if they could win that game, would have tiebreakers over Indy and Houston. And then the Middlecoff mailbag, as always, might be a little shorter of a pod. At uh, John Middlecoff, Instagram handle, slide up in those DMs, answer your questions here. We had a little Fox gathering, uh, iHeartMedia, Premier Networks. I'm not exactly sure how this all works. I just know that I do a podcast for Colin. But there are a lot of different entities, and there was like this party golf tournament down in, uh, in Southern California. I-, I talk a lot of crap about LA, being a Northern California guy. Uh, and I hate the Lakers, and, you know, I kind of hate the Dodgers, too, but I really hate the Lakers. Yet, every time I go down there, you know, you're by the water, you're like, this place does not suck. Uh, so, got to see Colin. Uh, didn't sleep much the last couple days. I, I've been a shell of my myself this morning, getting back really early. Got to uh, got to talk a little football with Carson Palmer. He was he was at this event. It was pretty cool. Uh, just, just love talking ball, you know, the... Carson is a massive human being. I mean, a massive human being. Uh, it's, it's pretty easy when you're standing next to him, listening to him talk. We're like, yeah, you, you look exactly like a number one overall pick would look. 
but, you know, I got his email. Hopefully we'll get him on the podcast uh, in the next couple months to talk a little quarterback play and football. But uh, let's let's dive into the Vikings. And listen, I've been as hard over the last 12 months on Kirk Cousins probably as anyone outside of like Minnesota. He's not my type quarterback. I was terrified the 49ers in my backyard were going to sign him. Uh, He's too robotic for me. But I'll I'll give him credit. And I talked about, I think, on the last podcast, you learn a lot about someone after they handle, you know, how they handle a little adversity. His game against the Bears couldn't have gone much worse. He looked like a JV quarterback against the Bears. And since then, he has dominated. Now, tonight didn't really, you know, make or force him to play where he's got to throw 400 yards to win. I mean, he's playing the Redskins. But he's looked very, very under control. Now, he did have a terrible fourth-and-one quarterback sneak tonight. But I I have been very impressed. And one of the guys on the team, what a genius move. Demand a trade when you're a really good player. Unlike Jalen Ramsey, where you're not going to quit and fake a back injury if you're going to keep playing. And if you're a wide receiver, they will just feed you targets. It feels like they throw at digs 20 times a game these last four weeks. And I had probably tweeted this because a lot lot of people, you know, Middlecoff, you think we should trade for Diggs? Should we trade for Diggs? You think we'd give up a first-round pick? I was like, I wouldn't give up a first-round pick. He would have been worth a first-round pick. But it's pretty clear that the Minnesota Vikings, why would you trade that guy? He is a... He is awesome. And I was texting with a buddy in the league tonight. I didn't love Dalvin Cook as a prospect. I definitely didn't think he was a first-round guy. Obviously, he went in the second round. I thought he was second, third rounder. He's become one of my favorite players in the NFL. As physical and violent of a runner as you'll see. You know how Adrian Peterson runs? I mean, he still runs like this, but definitely in his prime where every single yard. You know how Belichick always says, we got we to defend every blade of grass. Those guys drive their feet and shoulder pads and lower the boom for every blade of grass. And Adrian's always been like that. And I think Dalvin Cook is a lot like that right now. When you come up to tackle Dalvin Cook, you better have your chin strap buckled and and your mouthpiece in. Because the the contact, the blow that he's going to deliver is going to be very, very hard. And he's a great screen player and they're running the hell out of screens. And he's just a fantastic zone runner. He's awesome. Uh, he's That team's really good. If Cousins can play like a top 10 quarterback, and over this last month he has, they could win the NFC. I, I think it's just that simple. Uh, I know they've already lost to the Packers, and they've already lost to the Bears, but they're getting their mojo back. Now, we'll, we'll see how he looks in those games. But if he can beat one of those teams, and they can get to 12-4, and 13-3, you know, 11-5, they're going to be a handful in the playoffs. And I think it speaks to the depth of the NFC. Most people wouldn't have the Vikings as a top three team in the NFC. If you were just doing power, I'm not even talking about record. I'm just talking power rankings. You would have, I, I personally would have the Saints one, Niners two, Packers close third. Well, to me, the Vikings are right in that mix. And if they keep playing like that, I, I think those four teams, and you could argue the Niners have proven the least, Right. I mean, that Vikings, the Vikings' core of players have been in big games. They've been in playoff games. Cousins only been as one, not as their quarterback. Obviously, the Packers and Aaron Rodgers has, have been in a lot of battles. And Drew Brees, Sean Payton, and the Saints have been around the block. You could say, hell, the 49ers are the least tested team, you know, right now in the NFC. But they do have, like, Joe Staley's been in a lot of big games. D Ford's been in a lot of big games. Uh, you know, but J- Jimmy's been a backup in big games. He, he's never played in them. Now Kyle's coached in big games. So I don't think they're just the ultimate green team. Richard Sherman, they, they do have guys that have been around the block. But uh, they, they are depending on a lot of guys from the George Kittles, the McGlinchies, the Jimmies that have never been in these you know, big-time games late in the season in the NFL or playoff games. So it's the NFC is awesome. The, the talent in the NFC is immense. And the physicality in the NFC to me is the differentiating factor between the AFC. I'm a little old school. You know, I, I, I like big hits. I like body blows. And the Saints, they lay the wood. The Vikings, they lay the wood. The 49ers, they lay the wood. The Packers did a little bit early in the season, but I enjoy watching the Packers. It's it's a really, really fun... Even the Cowboys, when they're playing well, they're, they're, crushing, they're crushing people. So, in terms of defense, like their physicality and speed on defense. Not necessarily, they did go through a three-game losing stretch. 
but I, I, I'm very excited to watch how this NFC all plays out because there are some really, really good teams. And then on the opposite of a really, really good team is the Washington Redskins. And I'm watching Dwayne Haskins. And, you know, I watched a couple games of him at Ohio State. His stats were incredible. The hard part about a program like that, especially the last couple years, they've had so much talent, it's hard to evaluate. But you can't diminish what he accomplished at Ohio State. He, you know, he broke their season season uh, touchdown record. He, he was fantastic. But you watch him tonight and you just go, well, he's kind of a slow processor. He looked beyond overwhelmed. And everything, like, sometimes when team, I, I always say take everything a team says with a grain of salt. But their message for him not even being close to being ready has been consistent from day one. From like OTAs up until tonight, still the backup. It took a concussion to get him in the game. That's, in 2019, I would say if this was 1991, you'd be like, oh, no big deal, guys, sit. You know, it takes a guy a year or two, they learn the offense and they play. It was it was a formula that had been working for like 30 years in the NFL. I'd say that dramatically changed like 10 years ago. Most young guys, especially first round picks, on bad teams, like I'd even say Mahomes isn't really an outlier. He went to one of the best teams in the league. They traded up from the late 20s to get him. And Alex was kind of in the peak of Alex Smith's powers, and they were winning. Usually young quarterbacks are forced to play because teams aren't winning, or the team is just really bad. So to me, I I wouldn't even count Mahomes in the argument, well, one guy sat. Yeah, most guys immediately play. And this team, we, we now have multiple head coaches that refuse to play this guy. And I'm just watching him, and if I'm just going to make a judgment off a of half, and that's not necessarily fair, I'd go, ugh. You're telling me he's got the next couple months to show something. Now, Dan Snyder could write a huge check, and that's all usually it takes for guys that want to become head coaches. There are only so many head coaching jobs in the league that, you know, if you offer a guy, unless he, unlike college, you can't steal a guy away from another team, so it would have to be an assistant or, you know, a big-time college coach. But if he cuts a $12 million a year check, he'll get someone to take the job. But the job becomes a lot more intriguing if Haskins can show something over the next two months. And over the little bit I've seen, the little bit he played a couple weeks ago, and then obviously the part he played tonight, you would go, gross. That does not look good. As a, as a scout texted me tonight, isn't it kind of crazy that Dwayne Haskins went 15th overall and Gardner Minshew went in the sixth round, and one guy looks like an NFL player, and the other guy basically looks like a practice squatter. He wasn't trying. It wasn't even an indictment on the Redskins, just the crapshoot that is the draft. Think, because you would have gone, who in their right mind, even if you didn't like Dwayne Haskins, you would have taken Dwayne Haskins over Gardner Minshew, and one guy who, again, wasn't, it's not like he won the job in training camp. He didn't think he was going to start, play one play. Foles breaks his clavicle, boom, he's been in there ever since. Now, he hasn't. I, I think the hype on him is a little stronger than the actual results, but it's just night and day. I I, I don't know. I, I think the Redskins. And then you go. Even if they do get a new coach, the culture there, the owner there. How is Dwayne Haskins, if he was ever going to succeed, pull it off in Washington? Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you bet the house against that guy succeeding in that franchise, where most players, especially quarterbacks, kind of go to die? And you just. How did the Washington Redskins ever get better? I, I, I really don't know. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. They help you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Did you know 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites? LinkedIn's the only one I use. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N. That's linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. 
Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Bridgestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco-alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, Head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You know what I remember about my first car? Is that the moment I got it, I wanted to improve it. Because like most 16-year-old kids you don't exactly get a luxury automobile. So you look at it, you go, well, I need to add some speakers. I need to tint out the windows. I need to make this thing the coolest car possible so I can cruise around town with all my buddies, waving at the babes, and enjoy myself. So my favorite part of car culture when I was young was definitely the subwoofers in the back of the car. And uh, we built... The boxes from scratch had multiple 12-inch subs, and you could hear me coming from a long, long way away. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Okay, let's dive into the trades. Belichick and Shanahan and Lynch traded a second, a third, and a fourth combined for two wide receivers. Start with Belichick. I'm going to compare Belichick to Bezos. When Bezos buys something, he typically quote-unquote overpays for it. Remember when he bought Whole Foods for billions upon billions of dollars? I think it was like 12 or 13 billion. Hell, it might have been like 15. But that day, the stock price went up by 2 million or 2 billion. So he essentially made 2 billion despite actually paying for something of, you know, they cost him 13 billion dollars. He made money on the day of the acquisition. Like, when you're Jeff Bezos, you can't overpay for something. You have so much freaking money, so much equity. I think Apple's the same way. When you have that much cash, you can't really overpay for something unless you pay all your cash for something and it fails. But they have basically an unlimited amount of money now. They can't screw up. They are trying to corner the market. Amazon is. I I just took my golf clubs down to L.A. for for this tournament. I went to go buy a carrying case for my golf clubs and I walk into Golf Mart 
and the case that I wanted was like $250. Well, now it's just become ingrained in me. Pull out my iPhone, type, pull up the Amazon app, type in the same case. It's like $70 cheaper. He has the market rigged. So he doesn't mind if you think he quote unquote overpays for something. He's trying to wipe everyone out. Whether that's fair or not, we can debate about that all day long. That's what he's trying to do. Belichick doesn't give a shit about a second round pick. Especially when he's undefeated and he looks like a lock for the Super Bowl. So would any other team have made any sense to give a second round pick for Mohamed Sanu? And I like Mohamed Sanu. No, it wouldn't have. But for Bill Belichick, a second round, who cares? Honestly, who cares? Because I, I saw a couple people on Twitter. And again, I'm not trying to act like Twitter. Most people probably thought, yeah, it's just Belichick trying to win it all. Of course he is. Josh Gordon is gone. I don't Whether he's, obviously he's injured, but whether Belichick grew tired of him, I don't know. Nikhil Harry, who I'm, you know if you've listened to me for a while, I'm a huge fan of, just has been hurt. He's been on injured reserve. Now he's scheduled to come back, but Gronkowski's nowhere to be found because he retired. They have some needs there. So giving, quote-unquote, an overpay. When you're the best team in the league and you're only judged on Super Bowls, you're, you're not judged like the other team we're about to talk about. If Jed York makes the playoffs, they throw him a freaking parade around here. Belichick, I mean, despises the AFC Championship trophy. Remember the, the pictures the last couple of years and the videos of people handing him the AFC Championship trophy? He just hands it away immediately. He doesn't even want to touch it. He plays for the Lombardi so a second round pick for, you know, a number two-ish receiver, whatever. Like just, The Patriots are in a different class and a different world than every other team in the league. I don't think there is one other team in the NFL, not one other team that could have made that exact trade, given up their second round pick, and everyone rightfully so gone, wow, that's not a great trade. But Belichick does it, no brainer. I mean, genius. And that that's... That's what you do when you've built up the amount of equity he has. He has basically a bank full of cash. It's hard to screw up when you're in the AFC Championship eight straight years. You know why? Because you don't screw up. And even when you do individually, like make a wrong decision, I said it with Antonio Brown, he will cut bait immediately. And what did he do? He cut his ass. The moment that, you know, the stuff off the field he didn't realize or it kept kind of snowballing, he said, get out of here. Pack your shit and go. That's how Belichick rolls. So, you know, if Mohamed Sanu stinks, which he doesn't, but let's just, in the hypothetical world that he couldn't play, he'd get rid of him too. Because the second round pick then, whatever. He's had a ton of picks these last couple years. They have a ton of young players on their team. Their defense is elite. The only thing that, to me right now, that could hold them back is their passing game. So, yeah, his biggest need, he quote-unquote overpaid. Eventually, when they're up, you know, when they're playing in the Super Bowl, you'd be like, ah, Great deal. And then you look at the 49ers. I, I, you, you could argue, quote-unquote, they overpaid too. But clearly there was a market for this guy. There were several teams offering third-round picks. They added a fourth, which, again, is a little bit of an overpay. But they're undefeated. And their goal right now is simply to make the playoffs and probably to attempt to win a playoff game. But if they win a playoff game, that is a major, major success. Because under Jed York's ownership... Beside Jim Harbaugh, they have never made the playoffs. They've never actually even sniffed the playoffs. So if you got to over, whenever you throw in like a fourth round pick, I can never consider that an overpay. Because once you get past the second day of the draft for me, I just don't care. It's the, I mean, as we've seen, first round picks are crapshoots. What did I just say? Gardner Minshew's dramatically better than Dwayne Haskins. He went in the sixth round. And the first round's supposed to be the most. You know, you have the most information, the prospects are the best, and people still miss left and right. So if you're given an extra fourth-round pick and you're already probably a lock to go to the playoffs, you're talking about picking like 130, 140, whatever the math equals, wherever their pick ends up. I don't care. Last year, the Niners took a punter in the fourth round. So if you're going to add on a fourth-round pick to get the player than you want, here, here's a strategy for life. When you really want something and it, and it fits into whatever you're doing, whether it's a relationship, a business... Is it worth being really aggressive to get that thing? If it's not going to like ruin your life, ruin your business? Yes. So did they give an extra fourth round pick? Would you love to do that in a perfect world? Of course not. But are you losing sleep over a fourth freaking round pick? Because I'm not. Uh, Now, this is not like either of these guys, are they just going to come in and contribute? I I don't know. It's hard. 
Obviously, the Patriots' offense is really, really complicated. It takes, you know, it's hard on smart guys, let alone brand new guys in the middle of the season with Tom Brady, who's, you know, 45 years old or whatever he is, and he doesn't have as much patience as he once had. It, it is difficult. And Emmanuel Sanders, the, it's probably a little easier for Emmanuel because the 49ers are going to depend on him more. Like, Unlike the Patriots, which could figure out like they could win playoff games just throwing it to James White and handing it to Sonny Michelle. If any coaching staff could figure it out, they would be able to figure it out. For the 49ers, for them to be able to win a playoff game, they can't just ride George Kittle in the run game. Like They need somewhat of an option at wide receiver. And Pettis, I think I saw he missed practice. He's banged up. Debo Samuels literally, literally missed the last game. They're depending on guys that most fans that if you're listening and you you know are the fan of the Bengals or the Eagles you wouldn't eat Kendrick Bourne and Richie James you never even heard of these guys I, I love the NFL and I, if they weren't on the Niners I would have really no clue who they are that they're, they're fringe 53 man guys you can't and I and I both of them have been pretty solid and I've liked you know they've played pretty well but it's another it's another animal when you play in the New Orleans Saints January 15th in the second round of the playoffs and they go, you're going to throw it to Kendrick Bourne on a third and seven in the fourth quarter in a tie game? No, you're not. But you can throw it to Emmanuel Sanders. So Kyle Shanahan spoke in long. Uh, I saw a bunch of people that cover the 49ers, like beat riders, pulled up quotes that he had from a couple years ago. He loves the guy. So if you love him, you have a need, quote-unquote, quote-unquote, overpay for the guy. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of general tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their general tire, test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor? Full pouches. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You know what I remember about my first car? Is that the moment I got it, I wanted to improve it. Because like most 16-year-old kids, you don't exactly get a luxury automobile. So you look at it, you go, well, I need to add some speakers. I need to tint out the windows. I need to make this thing the coolest car possible so I can cruise around town with all my buddies waving at the babes, and enjoy myself. So my favorite part of car culture when I was young was definitely the subwoofers in the back of the car. And uh, we built the boxes from scratch, had multiple 12-inch subs, and you could hear me coming from a long, long 
way away. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Sometimes it's a struggle between buying what you want over buying what you need. But with the Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card, you can do both. You earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you can earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. Earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like those new golf clubs you've been eyeing, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a divot repair tool for after you've torn up your lawn. Let's try that again. Earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like workout equipment for your home, and then earn 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller to soothe your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are. With unlimited 2% cash rewards, the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Okay, let's, uh, let's dive around the league. We'll just go game by game starting in the morning and you know try to give try to keep it on a couple minutes on every game. Giants at the Lions. The New York Giants lost at home last week to the Arizona Cardinals, who somehow are three three and one. And if you would have said they'd be five hundred, you know, I, I think they have a bye this week. So starting in November, that, that would have been a pretty big upset. Well, it turns out Danny Dimes, and I might have been a little guilty, anointed him as some stud after that first game against Tampa. Might need to pump our brakes. The Lions have come back to earth. Now, granted, I think they've played pretty well. I mean, they got screwed a couple weeks ago by the Packers on the Monday night game. Uh, even last week, what, they lose 42-30 to against the Vikings? Like, they're playing good teams and playing well. They should kick the crap out of the Giants. They really should. Now, Saquon's back and healthy. But still, like I, I, I'd be shocked if this is not a double-digit game. And the Lions, you know, the Lions are going to at the end of the year. They're not going to make the playoffs because they got screwed early, and the the record, you know, that tie, and then the Packers' loss is gonna even if they got hot would screw them. So they'll probably win. Like they'll be like seven, eight, and one. But I, I bet they get a couple big wins down the stretch. Like whoa, they just beat the Packers, or whoa, they just beat the Vikings. Like they're, they're going to pull one of those off. Tampa at Tennessee, yuck. This is this game is gross. Uh, you know, Jameis has been terrible. You know, are we ever going to see Marcus Mariota again? The Titans are just in shambles. They, they deserved to lose last week when Vrabel didn't go for it at the 50-yard line, and then Melvin Gordon scored, but he couldn't hold on to the touchdown. So, or I guess, yeah, he fumbled, but that play wasn't a touchdown, but he had got stuffed a couple other times. Eckler, it looked like, was close. That game was crazy. Uh, I, I really, I, I can't even pretend to care about this game. Uh, I get the one thing I am interested on, can Jameis throw five picks a game? Can just from here on out, can he just throw five interceptions a game? It, that would probably be an NFL record. Chargers at the Bears, absolutely must win game for the Bears because next week they got they got to go to Philly. Uh, so you win, you beat the Chargers at home, and then you go to Philly and get some, uh, and you beat the Eagles, you're five and three, and you're kind of alive. You lose this week and you're three and four playing a desperate Philly team. Like I, I don't take you that seriously. I'm not a big Mitch Trubisky guy. I wish my guy Nagy could tell Helfrich, hey, can we pump the brakes a little bit on this Oregon scheme and start hammering people? Uh, the Chargers finally they just kind of been touched by the karma gods, where just the injuries hit them again, and you know maybe maybe the football gods are tired of Dean Spanos being so cheap. Is this Phillip Rivers last year? I don't. I don't think that can be discounted. Is, is it time for the Chargers just to move on if they miss the playoffs and go like six and ten? Uh, but the Bears are a team. When you trade two first rounds for Khalil Mack, 
whether you, I guess you don't have to win the Super Bowl, but you, you do that to be a playoff team a couple years back to back. And if they lose this game, they're I mean, you, you could argue right now they're not a playoff team and they're definitely the way they're playing not. But to keep their playoff hopes alive because they've already beat the Vikings once and they play the Packers pretty close, you, you got to win this game. You, this is absolutely must-win game. It's time for, hey, Mitch, can, can you just make a couple plays for the love of God? Jets at the Jaguars. Uh, it was tough watching Sam Darnold last week. You know, He goes one week where he plays the Cowboys, he looks like Joe Namath. The next week where he looks like Christian Hackenberg. It was it was embarrassing. It was the whole Jets operation was embarrassing. I get they're playing the Patriots, but at home Monday night, you would think you'd be able to score ten points, at least have a couple trick plays or do something. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars right now three and four. Uh, they're definitely not dead. They win this game, they're four and four, and they've done it basically the entire time with their backup quarterback, a six round pick. I think that's pretty impressive. They're a six point favorite in this game, six and a half point favorite. I, I just struggle trying to figure out the Jets. Like, are they god-awful? Coleccio Semley thinks they're trying to screw him with some medical thing. He talked today. He said, Adam Gase, they haven't talked in a couple weeks. Just just a weird operation. Some of the buzz I was hearing when I was down in L.A. at the little Fox deal with the NFL people were like, you know, listen, Gase and and, uh, and Greg Williams hey, don't, don't even talk. They don't even communicate. They can't stand each other. So just the coaching staff. I mean, Gase is such a weird dude. Greg Williams is an egomaniac. Darnold is this young quarterback that needs help. They don't have very much talent. The Jets are a train wreck right now. I mean, their owner, his brother technically run the team, right? But he's over in who knows where, some other country. He's been there. Just a just a joke for a franchise that should be competitive. I, I, I like the Jacksonville Jaguars the more I think about this big. It's a big game for uh, our guy Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz here. The, the Bills right now are playing a little bit with house money. Uh, they've been fantastic this year, defensively. Obviously, the offense has been very hit or miss. But when you have a defense as good as the Bills, there's a reason. I think I wanted to say they were six and one, but they might be five and one. They are, yeah, they're five and one. And in an AFC where it looks like if they get a ten wins, they'd be a lock playoff team. The the Eagles. They got to have this, man. You, you can't. You go three and five. One, you. The only way they're making the playoffs is winning the division. But you go three and five. Like the Cowboys have already beat you. How are you going to make up two games on the Cowboys and really two and a half? I. Uh, this is as absolute. Like this isn't must win for the for the Eagles. It's or I mean for the Bills. It's why I kind of like the Birds plus two in this game. But they have some fundamental flaws. Their pass rush has been terrible. Their corners stink. Uh, their offense, you know, hasn't been terrible, but it hasn't been on. Now, Carson wasn't very good in the last Cowboy game, but I thought he'd been playing well the weeks leading up. They got to have this because you go three and five. I- I'll tell you this. I love working in the Philadelphia market because I worked in sports. I, the, the passion and everyone gave a shit and it was intense. But when you lose and you have high expectations, that's when a market like that gets the most intense. I'd say Philly, a New York, and a Boston. When they think you should be a playoff team and you underperform, whether it's definitely with the baseball and football teams, and in New York with the, with the uh, I wouldn't say the Knicks, but yeah, mainly just baseball and football. They come for blood. Like, it's, it's a war zone. And right now, it's kind of a war zone for Doug. Now, luckily, he's been around the market a long time, and I, I think he can handle it. But they got a lot of weird stuff going on. They got leaks. And then Howard Eskin says it's Alshon Jeffrey, and then he claims the team didn't give it to him. Just a lot of, you know, external stuff that they, they would they would love to put to bed. But the only way you put that shit to bed is you got to win. And when you're three and four, and it feels like the wheels are falling off, it's hard to quiet that stuff. It, it it's hard to put out the fire when you don't have any water in your cup. You know, when you got a hose in your hand, you got a chance. Feels like right now Doug Peterson's looking around for the hose. But the, the one thing I, I, you can't discount the Eagles is Doug's proven he's a really good offensive coordinator. And Carson's proven when he's on he can be as good as any player in the league. So when you have a, when you have a very talented quarterback and a good play caller, you're never dead. Bengals at the Rams, 13.5 point line. I, you know, are, are, the Bengals, are the Bengals the worst team in the league? At least the Dolphins, having just watched them a couple times this year, they, give, they try. You know, they, they just, their talent is terrible. But they try. The Bengals actually have some good players. 
They just don't. They're terrible. I mean, I, I, I thought it was a lock, and it probably still is for the Dolphins to go undefeated in the wrong way, 0-16. Uh, I think the Bengals got a shot, too. They're, they're what? They're 0-6 right now. Uh, they have to have their point differential for the Cincinnati Bengals is minus 72. Well, the Dolphins and the Jets haven't beat. <laughs> There's some bad teams. And the uh, one other one NFC team hasn't beat, too. The Redskins haven't beat, and the Falcons haven't. There's some bad teams. <laughs> There's some bad teams. Maybe maybe I spoke a little too fast. But, yeah, I think the Rams, this is just another. This is where the Rams, even when they went 3-3 three and three and got their ass kicked by the Niners, their next three games were the Falcons, the Bengals, and the Broncos. So you're going to look up, and they add Jalen Ramsey, and they're going to be 6-3. and three. They're, they're right in the mix. And that speaks to what I said earlier today in the show. The NFC is loaded. Because if the Rams are like your 6th or 7th best team, shit, you're in pretty good shape. I mean, what would the Rams be in the AFC? A three seed? Raiders, Texans. I got to tip my hat to Gruden. His team really since, when was their worst game? Probably week two. When they played the Chiefs and they gave up four touchdowns in a quarter, you just went, well, this team's not going to be very good. And kind of since then, they've righted the ship. I, I, the Packer game is a weird loss. Because it was basically a one-point game at halftime until Derek Carr fumbles the ball. They score. Like, the score doesn't reflect the actual game. The Raiders have been good this year. And many people around the parts where I live consider myself a Raider hater. I'm not. I actually like it when they're good at football. So, I, I got to give them a, a puncher's chance in this game. They're a seven-point underdog on the road in Houston. Watching the Houston game against Indy. They're kind of a two-man squad. I mean, Deshaun's just got to do everything. Their running backs are Carlos Hyde and Duke Johnson. DeAndre's a star. Kenny Stills can make some plays. I mean, J.J. Watt's still okay, but their defense isn't great. I mean, the Raiders have a formula. They want to run the ball down your throat with Josh Jacobs, control the clock, and occasionally dump it off to the tight ends. They want to try to win the game like 20-17. to So if the Raiders can dictate their terms, they have a chance. They did it for a split second against the Packers. Then the second half, it got into a scoring frenzy, and they got no chance. If it's a high-scoring game, the Raiders will lose. If they can keep it in the teens going in the fourth quarter, the Raiders will be in the game. Because their formula, Josh Jacobs is is a legitimate Rookie of the Year candidate. And if he keeps playing, like if they were to win this game and he goes for 100, he might be the Rookie of the Year. The, the Probably the 49ers against the Panthers. They're a six-point favorite right now. I think Christian McCaffrey's the best player the 49ers have seen this year as a defense, which the 49ers defense right now through three games, and I'm, I'm including the Harbaugh era, and then the entire 90s and 88-89 when they won Super Bowls, have never had a stretch of six games this good on defense in terms of points. Now, is it a little, you know... Inflate is the wrong word. It'd be like deflated because they haven't allowed many points because they played bad quarterbacks for sure. Now, they're getting Kyle Allen this week, but Christian McCaffrey has been an MVP-level player. If this defense can hold Christian McCaffrey to like under 50 total yards, maybe this defense at the end of the year is just going to be us. Oh, the Patriots, the Eagles, or I mean, not the Eagles. Patriots, Niners, Saints, you know, that three or four just elite defenses. Maybe the Niners are one of them. I think the Niners are definitely built for the long haul, and should be considered one of the top two or three defense at the end of the year. But I, I, they got a lot of tough games coming up. You know, they got this game, they got a Packer game, they got a Seattle game. Hell, they haven't even played the Cardinals, who were kind of a weird team with that offense. They got to play the Rams again. They play the Saints. They play the Ravens. It's a, if they end up with a top three or four scoring defense at the end of the season, they will have earned it. And McCaffrey, to me, is their first real, real test. A little, they they had one with Baker Mayfield a couple weeks ago on Monday Night Football, but it's a little, you know, skewed because their team was in such shambles. So, and the difference between a running back and a receiver is Baker was so bad in that game, the 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 blocking for the their offensive line was so terrible they couldn't get him the ball. So with a running back, you just hand it to him. I, I'm fascinated to watch this matchup. I. I I would probably take the Panthers plus six, but th- these these two Bay Area games, Raiders-Houston and Carolina Panthers-San Francisco, that, that's a pretty good little a- afternoon slate. The Broncos going on the road to the Colts, getting six and a half points. If the Colts play their game, they should kick their ass. Colts are just better at, at basically every position. And, you know, props to Elway. He realizes the team's not that good. He traded one of his best players, Emmanuel Sanders, of the Niners. 
Uh, I, I like the Colts in this game. And th- this is back to that Houston Raider game. This is where it becomes kind of interesting. The Raiders have already beat the Colts. So Houston needs to beat the Raiders just to maintain with the Colts. But if the Colts lose to the Broncos and the Raiders beat the Texans, they would have tiebreakers over both, or excuse me, the Broncos beat the Colts. Let me rephrase that. I got a little ahead of myself. If the Raiders were to beat the Texans and the Broncos beat the Colts, the Raiders will have beat both the Houston Texans and the Indianapolis Colts. Now, one of those two teams has to win the division, but they would have the tiebreaker over those two teams for like another wild card. So again, as crazy as it sounds, Raiders and playoffs, the math and and the matchups are just telling you if they were to win this game, the Colts need need to take care of business against the Broncos. Either way, whether the Raiders win or the Texans lose, like this is a big game. That's that's what makes the NFL fun is all these games really start to matter, you know, because most teams are not going to go 14 and 2. Most teams are between, you know, I'm talking the good teams are between 9 and 7 and 11 and 5. And winning divisional games is one thing, but then it's that next week. It's like you take care of business against your divisional rival, but then the next week you play some shitty team and you screw up. It almost negates everything you just earned the previous week. So I'd look for the Colts to take care of business, but sometimes these games can be a little weird. The Browns getting 13.5 points at the Patriots. Now, Jarvis Landry, I think, guaranteed a win. You know, some people were saying he actually didn't say the Patriots, but whatever. You know, there is, I know Colin was talking about Baker Mayfield, who was popping off at the mouth and saying guys on his own team need to take responsibility. I, I couldn't agree anymore with Colin. Like, Baker, just shut up. Just stop talking. You know, what, what did LeBron hate? Shut up and dribble. Just shut up and complete some passes. Please. Just shut up and complete some passes. And no one thinks you're going to. Vegas doesn't think you're going to. Vegas thinks you're going to get worked. So if you go 2-5 and five and you lose by 20 points, Let's say we, we wake up, we, we flip on, you know, we go to bed Sunday night and the, the New England Patriots have just beaten the Cleveland Browns 40 to 10. Is Freddie Kitchens a lock to keep this job? They'd be two and five and basically done. Like, how are they going to make the playoffs? It'd be bye-bye, see ya, shut up Browns. The Cleveland, I'm so tired of the Cleveland Browns. They acted like they mattered. They haven't mattered my entire adult life. Just because you trade for a wide receiver and draft, you know, a quarterback number one and, and keep telling me he's really good. And I like again, I liked Baker, but he just hasn't played very well this season. He is not handling whether it's the pressure, whether it's the improvement you need to make from year one to year two. And I, I've never even gone down the the road of, you know, him doing all the commercials, limited his workout time, whatever. I mean, it was like, I don't know. He he always just looks like kind of a short Average athlete. That's who he is. But he hangs his hat on completing balls. So I don't think Drew Brees is like living and dying, you know, doing squats in the offseason. But he clearly throws all the time because whenever he plays, he's accurate. And that's what Baker Mayfield needs to be is accurate. Well, what do the Patriots do better than any team in the league right now? They cover. I mean, their defensive backfield, every time when I was recording some of the podcasts when the game was getting away in the second half on Monday, I'd look up and they were picking off Sam Darnold again. Their defensive backfield is like borderline been historic. How are they going to complete balls? I don't. I don't understand how these guys are going to get open. I, I understand how they're going to get open, you know, because Odell can get open on anybody. But do you have faith that Baker can get him the ball? And do you have faith that the Browns can block for Baker? I, I think the Browns are in major, major trouble, and I, I don't see how the Patriots probably don't cover that number. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Bridgestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Warning, this product contains nicotine. 
Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You know what I remember about my first car? Is that the moment I got it, I wanted to improve it. Because like most 16-year-old kids, you don't exactly get a luxury automobile. So you look at it, you go, well, I need to add some speakers. I need to tint out the windows. I need to make this thing the coolest car possible so I can cruise around town with all my buddies, waving at the babes, and enjoy myself. So my favorite part of car culture when I was young was definitely the subwoofers in the back of the car. And uh, we built the boxes from scratch, had multiple 12-inch subs, and you could hear me coming from a long, long way away. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Sometimes it's a struggle between buying what you want over buying what you need. But with the Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card, you can do both. You earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you can earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. Earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like those new golf clubs you've been eyeing, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a divot repair tool for after you've torn up your lawn. Let's try that again. Earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like workout equipment for your home, and then earn 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller to soothe your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are. With unlimited 2% cash rewards, the Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Okay, let's get a couple Middlecoff mailbag questions before I get everyone out of here on this Thursday night. I can't express how, how bad I felt. Maybe, you know, I drank maybe a little too much and, you know, had a wake-up call at about 4.45 and didn't sleep very much. And, you know, this this young guy that used to be able to, you know, what do they say? You got to hoot with the owls and crow with the chickens or something like that? I, mean, I majorly just screwed up that uh, saying, but I was struggling to say the word. I mean, I, I've been... I've been a shell of myself today, but you know, like like any anyone who takes their craft and profession seriously, I dug deep. You're getting all I got right now. You're getting all I have. It seems like whenever I watch college football and teams that are down three points with less than two minutes to go, that they are guaranteed to score a TD or get in field goal range. 
When will DCs figure out the uh, defense to combat this? Two minutes is an eternity in college football, and they sit back and allow underneath throws. I agree. That's a good point because college football, every time you get a first down, the clock stops. So I, I think a lot of college coordinators are terrified to play, you know, leave their corners on an island. Because unlike in the NFL, where even where you'd say, well, half the NFL corners aren't great. In college, you're like the guy that you have that's a good player at corner. Usually your second corner is, you know, really bad. So I, I think they're just terrified to get beat. But I'm with you. I, I, I despise pre-band defense, whether it's in college or in the NFL. Stay aggressive. Do what If you have the lead and your defense has been playing well, just continue to do what you were doing. I don't think anyone will crush you, but you will get destroyed and ripped as you should for playing prevent defense. Don't be a pansy when, when, when you know, it's time to win the game. I don't get it. I've never been a coach, but it's something that I know drives front offices crazy. Just play your normal freaking defense. Saints or Chicago? This is a week old. So I'm going to go with the Saints. I'm going to go with the Saints big. I'm going to go with the Saints big. I should do that. I should wait for all these questions to come in like a week later and then just and then just answer them. Uh, I came into the season ready to blow the Jets because of the pod. What the F is wrong with your boy Darnold? Is it mono? I'm telling you, he looks so good against the Cowboys. Maybe it's just Belichick, who's now the defensive coordinator for the uh, doing the Patriots. You know, it turns out Belichick's a pretty good defensive coordinator. I don't know if you guys... Maybe we're all late to the party on this, but I, I think he knows what he's doing. So when Darnold said he was seeing ghosts, of course he was seeing ghosts. Belichick's probably doing coverages. He's like eventing coverages. Is there a chance that he invented new coverages over the offseason? I wouldn't be shocked. Like stuff that has never been run before. He's just doing it. And Sam Darnold, who's, you know, hasn't played that much in the NFL, that's it's not a fair fight. It's just it's just not. You know, Bill Belichick, it'd be one thing to get like Matt Patricia was the DC, but get Belichick being the defensive coordinator, and he hates the Jets. That's the other thing. In fairness to Darnold and even Adam Gase, I think it is you almost got to throw the Patriot game away. Because Belichick's hatred for for the Jets, if you think about all the hatreds in America of just, and I'm not talking like, it's probably a slippery slope. But let's just say the whatever you dislike the most, you probably don't dislike the Jets. Like the equivalent of what Belichick thinks about the Jets in most of our lives, we don't have anything that we hold that much hatred for because it's it runs deep. And I thinking back, like, hey, Bill, you signed the contract with the Jets back in the day to be the head coach, and then you wanted to leave. So yeah, they made you, you know, they made the Patriots give up picks to get you or whatever. But that that was somewhat on you. Now, did it get amplified by the fact that they turned him in for Spygate? I, I think that's where probably the hatred went to. Uh, it was probably, you know, like 0 to 60. It was probably already at like 30 just because he wanted to get out there. He thought Parcells was screwing him. But then when they turned him in for Spygate and it was Mangini, then he went from 0 to 60 to like 0 to 150. And he's never, ever coming back. I mean, his hatred, you got, you got to appreciate pettiness. I, I know Collins, you know, in Collins' book, he had a great quote. Uh, holding a grudge is like chain-smoking hate. And I'd push back a little bit. I'd say holding a grudge if you let it consume your life or think about it. But I don't think having some grudges, if you can use it to drive you, I, I'd be the first to say, I got a couple, you know. I, I got a couple, and I don't let them go. I don't, and, and when they pop into my mind at the wrong time, I, I, I push it away. Now, if it consumes your mind, it doesn't consume Belichick's mind. Belichick just thinks about the next game. But when he plays the Jets, he wants to bury them. You mentioned the Bears trading for someone like Mariota. Keenum or someone or at least competent. How hard is it for a quarterback to come in mid-year and learn a new system? Has it gotten easier with the offenses becoming more spread out? That's a good question. I think in a perfect world, if you're going to make a mid-season trade, you would like to get a player even if you haven't coached them, that has run your offense. Now, you'd say the Mariota thing, well, who's Matt Nagy's offensive coordinator? It's Mark Helfrich. If you just watch the Bears game, they look like Chip Kelly's Oregon team, the way they line up. Just gun runs and 
four and five wide. So I, I do think the transition wouldn't be as crazy. But I, I talked to someone in the league, and they had a good point. Like, is Mariota that much better than Trubisky? And I thought about it for a second. I'm like, yeah, maybe he's not that much better. Because if you just watch Mariota this year, he wasn't just, like, not very good. Like, he was he was terrible. He can't pull the trigger. He looked like he's lost all confidence. He looks lost. He, he really does. So you could convince me that is 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 Mariota or even Keenum to me it would be like a Teddy Bridgewater or like you go you go take a huge swing get like Cam Newton but you know it's hard I you don't you don't really see it with quarterbacks at all you have the best podcast on the herd network appreciate it I think they're all really good I was talking to Rob Parker and 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 Gottlieb last night I I ran into Gottlieb and like Chris Bouchard Bouchard Bruce Ard at the uh, at this party, and all I, I just wanted to blast LeBron. It's always fun seeing NBA people, just so you can, you know, that's where my grudges come out, so I can just talk shit about the Lakers. Uh, are you still in the market for a CPA to help you grow? No, I think I'm. I got a guy. He charges me a lot, but he does a good job, saves me money. So, just listen to the podcast. Vic was a left-handed quarterback. Yeah, there was a question last week about left-handed quarterbacks. I couldn't think of one, and Michael Vick clearly is a left-handed quarterback. It really is crazy, though. Beside Michael Vick and and Mark Brunel of, like, the late 90s, early 2000s, there haven't been that many. And I I, I don't know, you know, these people bring up these percentages about left-handed people in America, why we have so few left-handed quarterbacks. I mean, one of my favorite players ever was Steve Young. They're just... There have been few and far between. Yet, think about it like with baseball. That, that is what's crazy. Think about baseball. There are countless. I mean, every team has multiple left-handed pitchers. Half, you know, the lineup. Half the your active guys that are position players. You might not even be starters. Are left-handed batters. Think about basketball. I'm watching the Warrior game on the background right now. Warriors De- traded for D'Angelo Russell. Left I can name 10 guys in the NBA that shoot left-handed. Yet, NFL quarterbacks... They just don't exist. It really is wild. We're going to need some like really smart guy to do a deep, deep, deep dive of a study or something. Historically speaking, was there ever a quarterback room with more talent than Tom, Jimmy, and Jacoby? You would just probably go all in on Montana and you would go all in on Montana and Young or Rodgers and Favre. So would you go, would you rather have the greatest quarterback ever and there's just a lot of unknown with Jimmy and Jacoby. Like, if both those guys eventually like win a Super Bowl one day, yeah, it won't even be a conversation. But if neither of those guys do, and they're just consistent like top 10 quarterbacks, I think you'd go, well, Montana and Steve Young or Favre and Rodgers. I mean, both. You would have Montana's the second best quarterback ever. Rodgers is going to go down as like the fifth or sixth best quarterback ever. Young's like eight or nine. And, you know, Favre, five or six, seven. Like all those guys, I would go with the two, like the two of elite guys over the three, unless Jimmy and Jacoby prove that one of them's a you know a superstar, which to me is not out of the realm of possibility. Now, I, there's a lot of unknown with Jimmy. Uh, are we ever going to see Jimmy have a 300-yard game? Now, they haven't had to do it because they're playing defense and running the ball. Jacoby just had a game where he threw four touchdowns. Or actually, I think they had four red zone touchdowns. I don't think he threw four touchdowns. Maybe he did. I think he did, actually. But he was really good in that game against Houston. But he's had some games where he's just okay. But he's a good player. Like, he's he's clearly already, like, a top 15 quarterback. Jimmy has more talent. But Jimmy just throws some devastating interceptions. You know, he, he throws picks, a lot of picks. Now, he's he just started, I think, his 16th game of his career last week. So, yeah. The crazy thing about Jimmy is he's 26 or 7 years old. And he really hasn't played that much. Standing pocket. Any news on Jalen Hurd, wide receiver for 49ers? Does he have a chance of coming back this season having an impact on our team? I would say no. I, I I am taking it as he's out for the year. I know he's on injured reserve, but the Niners have a couple guys on injured reserve. They could technically bring him back. But I think it's fair to say with a back fracture, which is what he had in training camp, that he's going to be a no-go. So I have chalked him up in my mind as a no-go. And then as I talked about earlier... Why do you trade that extra fourth-round pick to get Emmanuel Sanders? To make sure, because you just, you need wide receivers. Well, if you had this kid coming back, 
you might feel a little more confident. But I, I think that tells you everything you know about just Jalen Hurd and, and really what the 49ers think about their wide receivers. I got a bunch more questions. I, I'm gonna I'll probably directly uh, interact with some of you guys on on Insta at John Middlecoff. Slide up in those DMs and just enjoy the weekend. Enjoy college football. I got a wedding to go to uh, Saturday. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna try to fire back really early. Be like I'm not gonna drink that much so I can get back early and uh, watch the games. So enjoy uh, enjoy football. It's uh, LSU Auburn. That's a big time college football game. Pretty Wisconsin Ohio State. Pretty excited. Subscribe to all your friends about the podcast and uh, have a great weekend. See you. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at First first listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge Podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts carol g juan gabriel christina aguilera what do these three have in common You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.